0: Thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Eight hundred nine four one Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program? You know, I've been pointing out that there we're getting to a point where the political differences are so profound, so deep. The division so deep, and I'm and I'm talking philosophically, ideology. That, you know, you, you get to a point and you think, all right, at what point is are these differences now, you know, irreconcilable? Because it seems like we're getting there. I'll give you a couple of stories to, to think about regarding this. Um, it's not debatable, for example, anymore, that the mob, the media, big tech and the way they conduct themselves. It's, they, they're just disgraceful, especially in the last five years. You know they they kept Joe Biden in the his, his basement bunker as a candidate, the candidate protection program. Uh, just it it doesn't matter how big the lie is; the bigger the lie, the more they they told it. Conspiracy theorists, you know the great irony, and we had President Trump on TV last night, is that the 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 real the the real Russian colluding that went on in 2016. It wasn't Trump. After three years of non-stop, never-ending Democratic Party media mob lies, the one thing they never told their audiences is that, yeah, there was collusion. And it was with Hillary Clinton. And she paid for a Russian disinformation dossier. And then the dossier, which we now know is debunked and was never verifiable, was then used as the bulk of information to spy on a presidential candidate, Trump, his transition team, and, and Donald Trump as president. Now, you'd think that would be the story of a lifetime for people in the mob and the media. No, not at all. You know, when, when the whole Ukraine issue came up, I mean, it's, it's actually funny as hell. No, Ukraine, they're too corrupt to be in NATO. Joe Biden is telling us, but, but what, they're not too corrupt for your zero experience son to, to make millions, you know, no experience in energy, gas, none of it, no experience in the oil industry, energy sector, Ukraine, but he gets paid millions. You, you leverage a billion dollars of our money, tell them to fire a prosecutor in six hours or they're not getting the money. I mean, it's just the mob ignores it. No, 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 serious person would ever talk about it. You know, just like you want to, you know, you wonder, you scratch your head. Why? Why would Vladimir Putin and this Nordstrom two get this? Get this waiver from Joe Biden that his own State Department said he shouldn't grant. Why would he grant it while simultaneously shutting down our pipeline and eliminating high paying career jobs for Americans and also getting rid of America's energy independence and the money that that pours into our economy and lowers the price of the lifeblood of the world's economy, which is energy. Doesn't make any sense. Why would he give a break to China? Now, I'll tell you what I believe. I, I think that China, you know, the $1.5 billion deal with Hunter and $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese National, the three and a half million from the, the Russian oligarch, former first lady of Moscow, the money from the Kazakhstan oligarch, the money from the Ukrainian, you know, the corrupt Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian industry. They're not they're, they're too corrupt to join NATO, but they're not corrupt enough for 100 to not do business with. You know, at, at some point, it's just you, you can't reconcile this in the case of the mob in the media. They have fabricated stories, conspiracy theories, one after another. Most recent example is the Wuhan virology lab uh, that somehow gain-of-function research that COVID-19 came from the lab. That's a debunked conspiracy theory by Donald Trump. No, it's not. We knew, now we have videos of bats flying in the virology lab. We knew that virology lab in Wuhan studied coronaviruses. We knew that gain-of-function research was part of what went on in that lab. You know, and, and Fauci, we now know, was warned in a January 31st, 2020 memo that, it, that certain genomes are indicators that, in fact, this virus was manipulated. That gain-of-function had taken place. Then he's sending other emails, scared to death, that we might have even funded the whole thing. I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom of it. Anyway, this is the reality that only the media mob, they just hate all things Trump. They, all the things, all the moments, all the brain farts of Joe Biden, all of, the, all of his cognitive weaknesses, they're just being covered up. Big tech wouldn't even report on Hunter Biden's laptop from hell because they made a decision. They were all in to get Joe Biden elected. You know, if somebody points out in the last election, and and these are just facts in the state of Pennsylvania, for example, the state constitution gives only very limited and very specific examples when you can mail in a ballot. The legislature, rather than going through the process of amending the state constitution, thought they could bypass it with a law. You can't bypass it. A constitutional provision in your state you have to actually have a constitutional amendment but that's a lot harder to do than to just pass legislation so they decided to unconstitutionally bypass the state constitution that that happened well that can't happen if you want integrity and competence in elections you know this consent agreement that that dopey idiot secretary of state in georgia you know made with the democratic party of georgia And the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee and the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the lawsuits they were involved in, all led by Stacey Abrams and company. And they decided to come up with with different standards for mail-in ballots versus in-person voting. You have rigorous in-person voting. You need voter ID uh, to do it in person uh, and signature verification on the state database, none of which you needed if you decided to go the mail-in ballot route. Well, that's not That's that's not equal justice at an application of our laws. You have one standard for one group of people, one standard for another group of people. We know the stinging rebuke in the Wisconsin Supreme Court because they, too, have very specific laws about mail in balloting. Chief Justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, you know, very close decision. It was a three four decision and saying this will never stop. Never unless and until the other four justices on this court have the courage to, to uphold the laws of Wisconsin. And the same would go for Michigan and, and elsewhere, but you can't point that out. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're saying the election was, to, I'm saying laws weren't followed. Partisan observers, it's actually written into law in most states that partisan observers observe vote counting start to finish. That didn't happen in 2020. That's a violation of the law. Sorry, simple, but true. We're hearing from Fulton County that, yeah, we don't have any of the chain of custody information that we're supposed to have uh, as the law requires either. Well, that raises integrity issues and competence issues. Nobody in the media wants to talk about that either. And I'm just wondering where it ends. In the case of Devin Nunes, though, you know, you got the media, they were Awarding each other Pulitzer Prizes for their reporting that end up being proven false. The New York Times, I think they got two Pulitzer Prizes. You know, they censored news in 2020 that would have possibly very likely even altered the course of the election. They helped Joe Biden hide his his frailty, his weakness, his cognitive struggles because they wanted him elected. You know, Russian attempts to interfere in our elections are nothing compared to the Democratic media's attempts to rig them. You know, Hillary, with her dirty Russian misinformation misinfor- dossier, they never report on that. They never reported. Well, Politico did. And if January 17th uh, of 2017, they reported how a DNC operative was meeting with in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington, D.C., for the purposes of digging up dirt on Donald Trump and people working on the Trump campaign. That got ignored as well. So Devin Nunes is advising Republicans, you know, stop going on fake news CNN. Stop talking to the New York Times. Stop talking to the Washington Post and these other networks, fake, you know, MSDNC, ABC, CBS, NBC. And he's saying the real challenge for me is even though this is is trying to get my fellow Republicans to understand just how corrupt these institutions are. Well, that's what I was saying before the election in 2020. You have powerful institutions aligning, you know, as one to do one thing, and that's circumvent the will of the American people. The media is not objective. They're not journalists. They're not fair. They're not balanced. And, you know, Devin's saying, I can't understand for the life of me why Republicans talk to 95% of the media, which is fake news. And he said fake news isn't the proper turn. It's the propaganda arm of the Democratic Socialist Party. He's right. He said it's no different than the Chinese Communist Party propaganda they put out. It's like Pravda, the Soviet Union. I tell my colleagues all the time, would you would you walk into the DNC and do an interview with their top lawyers and top investigators? Of course not. These institutions are corrupt and it's coming to a head. And, and you can see it happening. I mean, now you you've got the the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, saying, OK, I'm not allowed to enforce the the law of the land, which is you can't enter America Ill- illegally. They're not enforcing it. It's now impacting my state. Now I got to build my own wall. He's just bypassing, you know, again, irreconcilable differences again in Buckhead. I lived in in Roswell, Georgia, but my radio station I was working at at the time was in Buckhead. Anyway, they're looking to break free from the rest of Atlanta. You know, after decades of increased safety under it's kind of like what's happened in New York with Comrade de Blasio and the mayor there, Keisha Lance Bottoms, you know, has run the city into the ground. And as a result, in Buckhead, it's a pretty wealthy section of the Atlanta suburbs, about 100,000 people. They're now they're now decided to separate. They want, they want no part of being a part of Atlanta anymore. Two bills in the state legislature to affect the split. They've raised the required amount of money to move forward, and they're petitioning to become wholly independent and establish and enlarge their own police force under their leadership. You know, and the, and the person saying is residents are feeling like they're in a war zone and the city's doing nothing to help them or to stop this. You know, what do you do out in California when taxpayers now are going to spend $100 million to bail out the failing marijuana industry? Why are taxpayers paying to get the rest of California stoned? That doesn't seem particularly fair. San Francisco, there's an officer on tape. There's this, this viral video about a guy going into a Walgreens and just put a, a big garbage bag and filling it up. And walking out, and then he goes, "Well, it's been going on the city in the city for quite a while. They're not arresting people. You don't get arrested if you steal below nine hundred and fifty bucks. You get a citation and get to walk away, just like no bail in New York. Who wants to stay in New York? I'm talking. I've already made my decision. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm not going to stay in New York. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm preparing my move probably in the fall." I'm getting out of here because it's it's run so poorly. It's costing so much and it's sad. But you know what? It just it's like they push you out. and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out out-of-pocket cost That's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... from select past bills. Now to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over. Get this. A hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line is insurance alone is not enough. Now to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word. Healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. As we roll along eight hundred nine four one Sean, you want to be a part of the program. Three out of four Americans now blaming uh, Biden's spending for soaring inflation. This is a Monmouth uh, survey that just came out. 71% respondents said they were either very or somewhat concerned about inflation. Central criticism of Biden's economic plan is spending is leading to spiraling inflation. Those who are at least somewhat concerned about rising prices due to the uh, major spending. Includes majorities of Republicans, 93 percent, independents, 70 percent, and even 55 percent of Democrats. Lawrence Summers, economist, former advisor to Obama, last month criticized the Biden administration's spending levels as irresponsible and that they would likely lead to inflation. Lawrence Summers is a lot of things. She's not stupid. If you look at houses, if you look at cars, if you look at commodities, if you look at labor shortages, you look at businesses reporting price increases, you look at surveys. I mean, we're all feeling this. Am I the only one that goes shopping? Everyone makes fun of me for going shopping. I like grocery shopping. I feel just, I don't know, I just like to get my own stuff. Anyway, you, could just, you see it, you feel it. Every time you go to fill up your car, you see it, you feel it. Uh, jobless claims now jumping uh, again because of the Biden inflation crisis uh, and it's beginning to hammer the economy. The number of Americans seeking new jobless claims that went up last week in spite of now more openings everywhere. We just opened New York and California. Why would that happen? New filings, jobless claim claims went to 412,000. That's a huge, massive number. That's not good. Politico, the White House, is trying to privately calm Democratic fears on the infrastructure deal. The Fed is now delivering bad news about expectations on inflation. And on Wednesday, yesterday, the Federal Reserve considerably raised their expectations for inflation this year and brought forward the time frame w- which they will next raise interest rates. And the central bank, by the way, gave no indication as to when it will begin cutting back on their bond buying program. That means, by the way, if you haven't refinanced your home, uh, AmericanFinancing.net is a good place to start. and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to USCA.com slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out out-of-pocket cost That's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Let me go a little deeper into this. The Fed, which assured us that skyrocketing inflation rates we're we're now seeing were only temporary. Yeah, they changed their mind today. We told you this was going to happen. The federal chair, Jerome Powell, now says, uh, all of this out-of-control inflation may force the Fed to raise interest rates sooner than expected. Now, we have historically low interest rates. Based on this news, if you're one of the million Americans and you own a home, and you have not refinanced in recent years, my humble advice is talk to a loan professional because it can save you hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of dollars. Getting a low rate, lock it in while you can because it sounds like I'm reading between the lines that that's coming to an end. By the way, our our advertiser, AmericanFinancing.net, I like them. They're great people, and they shop the rate, unlike a bank, unlike a a credit union. Anyway, talk to your financial advisor. But if you think the trillion-dollar deficits are bad, wait till you have to now adjust those rates to beat back the Biden inflation crisis. The Fed's interest rate is now near zero. If it goes to, I don't know, I'll pick another, 4%, which would be near historic norms that would add one trillion dollars in interest to the national debt every single year and if let me take it another step if the rates go as high as they were in 1980 almost 20 percent yeah this country would be officially bankrupt but why talk about positive news Anyway, the AP pointing out, I'll read from their article, the Federal Reserve signaled that it may act slower than previously planned to start dialing back the low interest rate policies that have helped fuel a swift rebound from the pandemic recession and also coincided with rising inflation. The Fed's policymakers forecast that they would raise their benchmark short-term rate, which influences many consumer and business loans, twice by late 2023. The previous estimate said no hike would occur before 2024. And now taken as a whole, the Fed's latest policy statement reflected their recognition the economy. And now inflationary pressures created by Biden have gained momentum in the wake of the recession much faster than expected. Now, by the way, one of the ways you could lower the inflation rate would be to remain energy independent. And maybe instead of giving uh, your comrade friend Vladimir his waiver to get his pipeline built. Maybe you can put our own pipelines back in action. And then we would be increasing the worldwide market of availability of energy. And that increased supply, uh, assuming demand remains the same, would lower the price. Simple economics 101. And consumers are now, you know, obviously very worried about it. The Tax Foundation... Their new study, uh, Biden's $6 trillion budget would shrink the economy, lower wages, workers' wages, and kill nearly 200,000 jobs. Six t- the Biden's $6 trillion budget would cause the U.S. economy to shrink by 1%. <laughs> oh, so much for spending your way out of economic heartache like this. Um, but that's where they're taking it. And it's just the beginning. Remember, Joe's not doing enough for the squad that really runs Washington. Uh, more follow up to Biden and his disastrous. Remember this. Let's just cut to the chase. Biden got nothing from Vladimir. And and Vladimir got something because Joe's so weak and so frail and such a cognitive mess. President Sippy Cup not being able to stand next to Putin gave Putin almost an hour of uninterrupted time to constantly bash and attack America. Now, just one side note, Biden pushed back on the assertion that he and, and the Chinese president, Xi, were old friends. Now, Peter Ducey was not on the 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 list of chosen questioners, but then he asked Biden... Well, you've spoken many times how you've spent and perhaps more time with President Xi than any other world leader. I wonder if he discussed with President Xi, Hunter's deal for the, you know, the one point five billion dollar Bank of China deal. I wonder if he talked about the Chinese national that took Hunter on a shopping spree for one hundred grand. Isn't it nice when you have friends that will spend one hundred thousand dollars and let you go shopping and get whatever you want? How cool is that? How come I don't have those friends? Anyway. Let's get something straight. We know each other. We're not old friends, but it's pure business. We got very cranky, Biden. Got cranky towards even fake news, CNN. You never, you're always asking negative questions. He whined on the tarmac. I'm like, what do you mean they ask you negative? You're never available for questions, and when you are, you pre-select whoever's going to ask the question. You have your notes in front of you, which was another thing that we saw. I mean, that was embarrassing. I mean, at the end of the day, Biden gets nothing and he gave Vladimir Putin uh, an hour. And, and again, the reason they did it, they, they knew Biden standing next to Putin would be a PR disaster because Biden is weak. His own team knows he's weak. They're not going to say it, but they know he's weak. And so does Putin. So a, a day before, you know, what did Putin do the day before the summit? Oh, he did something he hasn't done since the Cold War. He has, uh, right off the coast of Hawaii, Russia's Navy conducted military exercise and a scale not seen since the Cold War. Now, what did that provocation mean? Biden, to Putin, it meant nothing. I don't even think Joe mentioned it to him. There's no evidence that he mentioned it to him. Summit ended with Biden calling the meeting tone positive, Putin declaring there has been no hostility. Well, you're not going to call him out on the colonial pipeline hacking. And then he's lecturing you on how you need to turn over hackers into Russia's system. And and then, you know, talking about everything from January 6th and on down and Black Lives Matter. And Biden claimed he took Putin to task for attempted murder of 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 his critic and the imprisonment of two Americans, and said that you know, I made it clear that the consequences of that will be devastating. <laughs> I, I, I bet you Vladimir just sat there laughing and and then gets an uninterrupted hour. And then even the sh- so he does an hour. Biden does a very short, tiny, I think he took five questions, pre pre-selected reporters. And then he he lashes out at fake news CNN as he was trying to wrap up his his short press conference. It was actually six questions he got, you know, about a half hour, and um, about half the time the Putin spent, you know, droning on and on and attacking the U.S. Other reporters were trying to, you know, get answers from him. Then he screams at Caitlin Collins of fake news CNN. You know, why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? I'm not confident he'll change his behavior. What the hell? What the hell? You know, what do you do this all the time? Okay, imagine if Trump acted that way. Biden shat back as he walked towards, you know, towards her with his finger in the air. He's pissed. What I said was, let's get this straight. I said... What will change their behavior is the rest of the world reacted to them and they uh, diminished their standing in the world. No, they didn't show you dope. Because now our allies that we're paying the bulk of monies to defend from Russia and Russian hostilities are now partnering with Russia. And we're still paying for their defense. And they're making Russia and Vladimir rich again because you're so stupid To sign off on the pipeline building so he can pump the lifeblood of our Western European allies right into their countries, which, by the way, would add the scenario we can turn off the spigot anytime he wants, also. I'm not confident he'll change the behavior. What the hell? Why do you do this all the time? When did I say I was confident? He's pissed off. What I said was, let's get this straight. I said that. I said, what will change their behavior is the rest of the world reacting to them as they diminish their standing in the world. Not confident in anything. You know, Putin took questions for almost twice the amount of time. And he turned every one of them against America. Reporter asked about the ban of, you know, this 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 group. He pointed to the January 6th capital riots. Well, we don't want that to happen in our territory. Biden called that a ridiculous comparison. At the end, Biden lashing out at Collins. But, you know, it, 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 we got nothing out of this. Nothing. Except Vladimir gets out of this a war exercise off the coast of Hawaii. He gets a, a pipeline waiver. And he gets to dress down America uninterrupted. I mean, you want to talk about a game of weakness? this i'll be honest i'm embarrassed you know liberals used to be embarrassed by donald trump's tweets i'm embarrassed by a weak president donald trump went there 4 years ago to the g7 and he laid down the law pay your fair share and by the way all of these one-sided trade deals they're going away and now we're going to have fair trade and he did it all i don't know i i i like strength all these are so offended Biden handed Putin an instruction manual, basically how to destroy America. We spent a lot of time, you know, on the performance aspects. But, you know, if you look what people saw, probably the one of the worst national security blunders in history. After the meeting with Putin, Joe Biden bragged about handing Vladimir a list of 16 absolutely critical U.S. infrastructure targets, which he demanded that Putin tell his army of cyber hackers to lay off. Now, am I the only one that thinks that that was a dumb idea to hand the the hostile killer Vladimir from the hostile regime Russia how to disable America's defense systems, our communication infrastructure, our food chain supply, our energy distribution network? He handed him like an instruction manual. How to cripple America, our electric grid, our telecommunications. You know, maybe it should have been a, a, a book. Joe could have sold the best. How to Destroy America. 16 Easy Steps for Russia. I don't know. Maybe when uh, Vladimir's done reading it, he can sell it on Amazon. Biden said Wednesday, I gave Putin a list of places he considered critical infrastructure. Warning the Russians, don't attack them. I gave them a list. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't have it in front of me. Of course, I need notes to say anything. 16 specific entities. <laughs> Basically, it's a how to destroy America. Great Joe. You know, using his prepared list of reporters. Why does he need a prepared list of reporters? Why is he snapping? You know, why so quick to be tempered? Seems like grandpa. Something else is happening. You know, even Stephen Colbert is mocking Biden's, you know, grandpa had it with your lip in this clash with CNN. <laughs> I mean, when the late night comics that are so anti-Trump and anti-conservative now see that Biden is a compromised mess. Yeah, he, there's a lot of humor in this available. A lot of material there if they'd ever open their minds for five seconds. But he loses it. You know, how dare a reporter ask? What the hell? How dare you ask a question like this? Why is the president so protected by his aides? Well, the answer is obvious. He's weak. All you people on you, these other networks, you just haven't shown your audiences what's really been going on because you're protecting them. I mean, he got nothing, absolutely nothing. You now it's uh, you know if you want a key takeaway, take Putin wins hands down, and it's just as embarrassing. You know, one retired Navy SEAL, actually I think put it the right way, said Putin was testin- testing Biden. And he failed. Retired Navy SEAL, David Sears, was on Fox, made the comment after the Russian military, the Navy conducting military exercises about 300 miles off the coast of Hawaii. They haven't done it since the Cold War. And he said, you know, right before the summit, it was a test. And Biden failed the test. He's right. The same with the hackings. That was a test, too. And Biden failed that test and Biden fails the next test, he can't even stand next to the guy. Unbelievable. You know, how do you you allow Putin to get away with this? How do you allow? Why don't you tell Western Europe, you take his energy, no more NATO. We're not paying for it. You're doing business with Vladimir? Good. Let Vladimir pay for your protection. That's what's going to end up happening anyway. Their alliances are going to shift because they're going to see the United States as unreliable. Mark my words. and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out out-of-pocket cost That's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert... from select past bills now to date health lock has helped its members save over get this 130 million dollars bottom line is insurance alone is not enough now to save just go to healthlock.com that's one word healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider all right hour two sean hannity show eight hundred nine four one sean our number you want to be a part of the program we'll get to your calls at the bottom of this half hour, now maybe I take this next issue just a little bit personally, based on my life experience. Um, the, the the mob, the media, the the congenital corrupt liar known as Adam Schiff. You know, they've thrown themselves into a, a self righteous tizzy at the idea that that there might have been subpoenas, which, by the way, have to be granted to look at. Certain materials, certain investigations that were ongoing. One, one thing, for example, we knew during the entire Trump-Russia collusion hoax that it, almost in real time, what was going on in private sessions was being leaked to you, the American people, and rightly so, which is illegal... Um, We tried to get to the bottom of it, which is the way you would do it. Um, Our friend Greg Jarrett did a great analysis. Uh, He's got a, a column out about the congenital liar, the corrupt, cowardly congenital liar. Never come on this program. Adam Schiff has a fit when he learns that what he did to other people was actually done to him. Greg Jarrett goes on. There is some perverse irony in all of this. But of course, Schiff neglected to mention his own hypocrisy. Now, this is all about the disclosure that the Department of Justice obtained his phone records uh, along with, well, the ever compromise uh, Eric Swalwell. Do we ever get the the nature of the relationship that was ongoing with the Chinese spy Fang Fang? I don't think he ever answered that question. Nobody seems to really care unless it's Donald Trump or conservative re- related. Anyway, so the data was seized pursuing to grand jury subpoenas. In other words, the grand jury subpoenaed for the, was subpoenaed for this information. They they served it on Apple. Ship was the ranking Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee. Swalwell was, you know, not only Fang Fang's uh, boyfriend, but apparently uh, a, a potential leaker himself. Anyway, they're trying to find out who broke the law, who was leaking government information, classified information, involving sensitive national security matters, I mean, these are all crimes that would warrant a criminal investigation. As part of such, you try to gather evidence as part of the evidence gathering uh, baloney. Then, you know, this is just par for the course. Anyway, so so Schiff hears about this. Now, by the way, the same guy that was accusing Trump of Russia collusion. Let me let me just stand back for a second, because you might remember that Adam Schiff got pranked. And Adam Schiff is talking to somebody that thinks from, that that is a Russian that he believes has compromising materials on Donald Trump. Now, it's a total prank, but he doesn't know it. In other words, he is working with a Russian for the purpose of acquiring information that would be damaging to Donald Trump, which is exactly what Democrats were accusing Donald Trump of. You may remember this call.
2: Okay, and so Buseva met with Trump uh, in in, uh, New York at some point after the 2013 Miss Universe uh, pageant. Yes, absolutely, and she got uh, compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. Okay, And, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Okay, and so Putin was made aware... Uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material? Yes,
0: of course, uh, Buzova shared those materials with uh, Sobchak and Sobchak shares
2: those materials with uh, Putin, because she's a goddaughter of Putin, and Putin decided to press on Trump. Um, and, uh, and the materials that you can provide to the committee or to the FBI, uh, would they corroborate this allegation?
0: Sure, of course. Uh, when they were in Ukraine, we got their conversation by the phone where they discussed those uh, compromising materials. We are ready to provide it to FBI.
2: So you, you have recordings of both Sovchek and Buseva uh, where they're discussing the compromising material on uh, Mr. Trump? Absolutely.
0: Sochek and Bucev, you've got the, you got the. So, so what, are the, what do you have? Uh, compromising materials. What is the nature of the compromising materials? Uh, pictures of naked Trump. Does Vladimir know? Yeah, but of course, Vladimir knows about the naked pictures, compromising materials. He got spammed. He got spoofed during the Trump impeachment proceedings uh, in 2019. Uh, Adam Schiff actually subpoenaed the phone records of, low, well, let's see, ranking Intel Republican Devin Nunes, Donald Trump's attorneys uh, Rudy Giuliani, Jay Sekulow, Victoria Tunthing, journalist John Solomon, and according to reports, uh, yours truly. Greg Jarrett is here to discuss what the ramifications of this is all about. Is that true that... He wanted compromising materials on Sean Hannity and subpoenaed my phone records.
3: You know, I laugh every time you play that clip and then do a wonderful uh, imitation
0: of (laughs) a Russian. Uh, It's hilarious. He's such a dope. I mean, he's he's doing the very thing that he was accusing Trump of. But go ahead.
3: And he's always doing that. I I mean, the, the man has perfected the art. Of dirty and corrupt politics. He's a master at sleaze. His dishonesty is legendary in Washington. You know, Schiff pushed the phony dossier uh, saying it was credible and corroborated. It wasn't. You know, he said there was clear evidence of Trump-Russia collusion. There wasn't. He said he had secret proof he didn't. He promised there was no FISA abuse by the FBI. There was. Uh, and, you know, he really distinguished himself during the impeachment hearing. As a sneak when he recruited and exploited a whistleblower wasn't a whistleblower, and then falsely denied that uh, he had any prior contact, that earned him four pinocchios from the Washington Post. Uh, you know, so he, nobody ever trusts anything. Schiff says he's a despicable member of Congress, the most hands down, no contest, and so there I was laughing at him on television the other day as he was crying like a baby out trumpet used the DOJ as a cudgel against him. And it was an attack on democracy for obtaining, through a grand jury subpoena, mind you, uh, phone records of Adam Schiff. And the whole time Schiff's making these whiny complaints. He never mentions the fact, nor does the media point out, that he did the exact same thing, except he didn't go lawfully through a grand jury. He simply secretly subpoenaed on his own, based on his own th- authority, without notice to you, Sean Hannity, or John Solomon, or lawyers, to obtain their phone records, then compounded it all by publishing it. So, you know, Schiff is is nothing if not a a hypocrite, and he, he is most certainly a liar. And, you know, what is disappointing is the media lets him get away with it. I examine the Washington Post the New York Times. I watch clips of him on CNN. Nobody ever brought up the fact or said to him, oh, wait a minute, didn't you do the same thing? Didn't you trample on Sean Hannity's Fourth Amendment rights? by secretly obtaining and seizing his phone records. So, you know, the media has always been in the tank, and they fawned all over Adam Schiff because Schiff notoriously hates Trump, and the media hates Trump. And this is yet another embarrassment to the mainstream media.
0: You know, when all of this was going on, obviously I didn't know this was happening at the time, um and and then you got the media they're all upset cuz apparently this this same thing was happening to the, I guess the New York Times et cetera, but c- Crimea a river uh Greg Jarrett because I don't remember a single person in the mob in the media giving a rip that Adam Schiff did this to me um I didn't I can't recall a single solitary time that somebody might have thought it was inappropriate to release my private text messages oh Over a thousand of them with Paul Manafort, which happened, uh, or 302s with my name on it. And and all I'm doing, it's called my job. So when the media claims this hypocrisy, I'm laughing because they didn't really care when it was happening to me. And they they don't care about the principle. They only care about themselves.
3: Yeah, you're right. There's no balance. There's no equivalency in today's uh, mainstream media. There's only a shameless double standard. You know, I was on the set with you uh, the day that uh, news broke that Schiff had done this to you, Mm -hmm. to Solomon, to lawyers. (laughs) These are called Uh, the good
0: old days, Greg. That's how we refer to them now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I ripped into him. And, uh, you know, the media yawned when he did it. Uh, but now, of course, they're seething with anger that Donald Trump's DOJ did it, even though they did it completely lawfully. Remember, the DOJ was trying to get to the bottom of leaks to journalists of classified information that was a national security risk, which is a crime. Uh, Adam Schiff wasn't uh, attempting through his subpoenas to locate evidence of crime. No, he was he was snooping, and he was trying to engage in a smear of his political enemies. Uh, there's
0: a by the way, you know what my favorite moment is, though? Is like, so this story breaks about me and, and Manafort and the release of my private personal text messages, so much for personal privacy in America today, yeah. and that, you know, covered by wall-to-wall MSDNC and CNN, and they came to the exact same conclusion, and they're like, oh, my God. This reads like one of his nightly monologues. He, he he really believes this stuff. And I'm like, does that mean you fake it? Because I'm being who I am. I guess that I, my interpretation is they must fake it every day.
3: Yeah, you know, they, they totally do. What's really disappointing about this whole thing is that uh, Schiff was challenged in court. And so he goes over to the D.C. Court of Appeals where the case was being heard, and he declares that he has unlimited surveillance power, unfettered authority to invade the rights, uh, the privacy rights, of Sean Hannity and American citizens without notice. And, and, you know, predictably, the liberal-dominated panel of judges agreed with him. And so that is now the standard I suppose, that Schiff can do as he pleases without consequences. Let me ask you a
0: question. Do I have any legal recourse here, or the answer is usually no?
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, you could sue for an invasion of privacy, uh, but, you know, the appellate court in D.C. has said, well, the speech and debate clause doesn't just mean speech and debate. It covers everything that Adam Schiff or any congressman does, which is ludicrous. Anybody with an ounce of common sense would know that's utterly preposterous. I would like to see Judicial Watch take it to the Supreme Court, because I have a distinct feeling that the current composition of justices on the high court uh, would side with people like Sean Hannity and Judicial Watch.
0: What did you think of the Supreme Court ruling on on Obamacare today? That was a bit of a disappointment, but I'm not surprised.
3: No, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, they've tried to dodge this bullet ever since Obamacare was passed. Uh, you know, Obama insisted when. Uh yeah, he was pushing Obamacare that this is not a tax and then when it ended up he said, Oops, didn't mean it, just lied. It is a tax and therefore Congress has the authority to do it. Well, once they got rid of the penalty, uh there was no tax and therefore Congress had no authority over this. It's plain and simple. Uh and I was happy to see Gorsuch uh pointed it out along with Alito, but the others you know they—they they just don't want to undertake the hue and cry over getting rid of Obamacare. The, the so only they
0: surprise it. vote that I found, and and I think he's one of the best justices on the Supreme Court today, and that's Clarence Thomas. That surprised me.
3: Yeah, I, I was a little surprised too. I think he, you know, he just wanted to dodge the bullet here, and they dodged it by saying, "Well, those eighteen states." Uh, and the two individuals don't have standing. That's utter nonsense. The states are the ones who are bearing the costly burden of Obamacare. Of course, they have standing. It's silly to argue otherwise, and yet you saw the justices make that argument. They, They just wanted to dodge their legal judicial responsibility and it's really quite embarrassing.
0: You know, it just is the state of affairs. By the way, is anyone ever maybe we should have a, a I don't know, a a a bonus, a fee, a a prize for somebody that might have a John Durham sighting. Uh, is he in the witness protection program? Is he hiding in Martha's Vineyard or or Nantucket? I mean, where is this guy?
3: You know, uh, he's as elusive, uh, elusive as the Unabomber was for about seventeen years, but finally emerged. <laughs> so, so you know, maybe Durham will emerge from a makeshift cabin somewhere in the wilderness and and tell us the truth about what really happened. Uh, And if he cared all about uh, truth and justice, um, there would be further indictments.
0: Just like, you know, there are a lot of lies told about me. Michael Combe was never my attorney, but everywhere you read, Sean Hannity, client number three. No, I wasn't. I was never his client, ever, under any circumstances, you know.
3: You once talked to him so automatic. I mean, you know, you could have been shaking hands with him at a bar or something. And oh, trust he me, I would have
0: hired me. you before him. But that's just a different issue for a different day. Uh, all, right. all right, Greg Jarrett, thank you, appreciate it. Eight hundred nine four one Sean toll free telephone number. And the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Let's get to our phones. Minnesota, 800 941 sean Uh, is our number here. Uh, What's going on, Josh, in Minnesota? How are you?
4: Hey, Sean, better than I deserve. Thank you, Jesus.
0: What's going on?
5: Uh, I got two points. The first is I think you're wrong about Putin and have been this whole time. And what what I mean by that is that I believe Putin would never eat Biden's lunch. It's in his best interest to walk Biden across the room with his walker and tennis balls, put his binky back on the I'm President onesie, and... Make everything both stick and sweet and afterwards tell the entire world what a great, strong, confident, competent leader Biden is because you want to keep the status quo.
0: Um, I, look, is he going to play the game? Is he playing chess and not checkers? The answer is yes. Is Russia being strategic? But by eating his lunch, look, he got 45, 50 minutes, nearly an hour of uninterrupted airtime to bash America. And we didn't have an American president there to stop him. Not that Joe would be capable of it anyway. Um, And Joe, we got nothing out of this deal at all. And he got a waiver to build his uh, energy pipeline while simultaneously Joe's canceling the Keystone XL pipeline and ruining the lives of many hardworking Americans with their specific skill sets that pay them a lot of money that were working on the pipeline and working to keep us Uh, energy independent so it doesn't make any sense the only thing that honestly makes any sense to me is that the Bidens are compromised I think Joe and Hunter are compromised with Russia I think they're compromised with China I think they're compromised with Kazakhstan I think they're compromised with Ukraine that's what I think and if anybody with the last name Trump got three and a half million dollars from a Russian oligarch uh, the former first lady of Moscow with no experience, just like Ukraine, no experience, just like Kazakhstan, no experience, just like China, no experience. Uh, it does raise one's eyebrow and especially in light of the new developments, which are pictures of Joe meeting with zero experience hunters, foreign business partners. So, um, you know, count me among the suspicious. But I also as part of that conspiracy group that actually believed that the Wuhan virology lab was likely the source of of everything that happened um right. anyway josh i hope that answers any questions that might remain but yeah joe's better off he would have been better off at home with his sippy cup warm milky and his binky uh all right john in georgia is calling and now john was on recently and he was on to to talk about his his father-in-law who was celebrating his 100th birthday and a guy that, you know, born in 1921 and served in World War II, uh, flew 50 missions in Japan, a real hero. And anyway, we put it up on our website, Hannity.com, to to send Grandpa, John's father-in-law, a birthday card. John, what's the update? Hey, Sean, we want
4: to thank, the whole family wants to thank you and Katie and Linda for what you're doing. We, as of yesterday, we have received four hundred and twenty-five cards. Wow. Uh, just, uh, the mailman, you know, it's funny, I went out and spoke to her, and she said, what's going on? So I told her, she said, oh, it's great, I'll make sure, you know, I, I wrap them up for you so you don't get any loss. But everybody's been terrific. And one of your listeners, Daryl Thomas, uh, he sent the most beautiful hand-carved American flag to us. Uh, wow. uh, he, he does it in, you know, his hobby, in his garage for veterans, and in the center of it, he's got a uh, soldier saluting the flag. It's the most beautiful, beautiful flag I've ever seen, and I'm, I told Katie I'll send her. Send her. Has your father-in-law
0: I mean, been reading the cards?
4: Oh no, no, this is all going to be a surprise. Uh, you know, we're having the party at, at uh, here in Georgia for him on June 26th, so he has no so, idea. So we'll put app. it up on
0: Hannity. Maybe we'll get more cards. We'll put more. We'll yeah. keep it up on Hannity.com and take some pictures. And uh, when, he, when he gets to see all these wonderful people, that'll be great. And uh, what a great day that's going to be for him and, and a day he deserves. That's fun.
4: Yeah, it's going to be July 26th is the party. And so my goal is it would be nice to get 1,000 cards uh, you know, for the birthday, You know, 10 for every
0: year. That, that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think we're ever going to be having a Hannity 100th birthday. I take this too seriously. There's too much it's stress in my day-to-day day life. But uh, yeah, we'll please wish we'll your father-in-law best. Send our love and uh, let us know after the party how it comes out. We'll put on Hannity.com if anyone wants to send uh, your father-in-law uh, an American Hero a birthday card for his 100th birthday. That would be very cool. And
4: again, we, we can't thank you guys enough for what you're doing for him.
0: Uh, we're glad to do it. Happy birthday to him. And I, I look forward to hearing uh, how he reacts on his birthday. Have a, we'll have a, ha- have a great time. Uh, that's very cool. We have the best audience ever. You guys are amazing. We'll put it on Hannity.com. dot um, All right. Let's go to Chris's in New York. Chris, how are you? By the way, I don't know about you. I am making my exit plan now. I'm leaving. Not today, but soon. Are you getting out of New York, too?
6: Uh, not yet. I can't. I can't really afford it, but uh, I, I I totally understand why. Of course, if Curtis wins, well, it might not be so bad. Listen, um, Curtis
0: but, Lewa is my selection for mayor. We, but Linda, have we talked to Curtis yet? Is he going to come on the show?
7: I am working on it, boss, and he will definitely be on
0: the show. Now, Curtis and I go back a long ways. We've been friends for many, many years. We've worked together at my radio station ex-wife for a lot of years he's a he's a great guy the thing about curtis is i can tell you this and i know he's always been a controversial figure but curtis it was the strangest thing back when i first came back to new york 25 years ago i i took the subway everywhere it didn't matter what time of day it was what time at night it was i I run into curtis all the time He, he was doing a morning show and and he'd be riding the subways, protecting the subways overnight, leading into his morning show. I mean, this is what he has done now for decades in New York. And and he's he's helped train and, and give purpose to the lives of many, many young people. And what he's saying is refund the police, not defund the police. And th- that one platform alone would do incredible would be incredibly helpful to bringing back New York City now I think New York City will eventually come back but it's not as safe it's not as secure it's not as it's not going to be as prosperous I mean I find it interesting that these big financial firms now are forcing their employees to come back to the office many don't want to come back other financial firms are moving down to tax-friendly states like Florida or Texas and, and I think this mass exodus is just going to continue, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making my exit plan now, and I'll probably execute it in the fall. I'm
6: leaving. All right. Well, listen, my main reason for calling was, I, I was wondering if you thought that maybe of the fact that uh, Putin didn't really expose Biden for the incompetent what, that he is, was because of the fact that Biden closed down the Keystone Pipeline and okayed, okayed the pipeline for the Russians, which makes the Russians billions of dollars, it makes Europe more dependent on the Russians and hurts the United yeah. States at the same time.
0: And, and we stupidly are paying for NATO to protect our Western European allies that are helping making Putin rich again. We're, we're providing for their defense against the possible against possible Russian hostilities. How stupid are we? Right, well, but I think no I think sense. it's deeper than that. I, look, Joe Biden and his team, they they were never going to allow even a possibility of such a moment to exist. And that's why they had the photo op kicked everybody out. They did it alone. They did separate press conferences. They, they weren't going to allow that to happen. And, the, and frankly, politically for them, it's smart. But the fact that they know that Joe's incapable of it and the fact that they've known the entire time when he was running for president, he's not up to the job, uh, speaks to me of of a of a massive dishonest cover up to the American voters because they knew Joe was hiding. They barely got him over, you know, the minor thresholds when he wasn't hiding out in his basement bunker. There's, there's inherent dishonesty it. all over that. And we're Go ahead.
6: But Americans are accepting the fact that we have an And It's not his fault. I mean, we're all going to get old, and you don't know how you're going to be when you reach that age. But America is accepting the fact that we have a puppet president. And I'm not even being insulting saying it that way. I mean, we're one of the other countries that we used to look at and say that only happens in other countries. Where's that other country now?
0: Well, uh, that, listen, Putin knows exactly what's going on. And, and the media can be in denial all they want. He knows the truth. President Xi knows the truth, the truth. The Iranian mullahs know the truth. Kim Jong-un knows the truth. Radical Islamic terrorists know the truth, too. It's kind of frightening. And the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to slash Hannity today. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered. No worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out of pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, from select past bills. Now to date, Health Lock has helped its members save over. Get this. A hundred and thirty million dollars. Bottom line is insurance alone is not enough. Now to save, just go to healthlock.com. That's one word. Healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, back to our busy phones. Uh to the United Socialist Topia. One in New York, and we got one in California. Steph, what's up? You're on the Sean Hannity show. Glad you called.
5: Thank you, Sean. Uh, I, I listening to your program yesterday. Being a retired educator that just retired last year. Congratulations! Um, How you I like in retirement? Thank Do you. you like it? I I love retirement, and our exit plan is not going to be California. I guarantee you.
0: Where are you going? <laughs> where are you looking at?
5: Uh, we're looking at some of the mid states where there's some good hunting and fishing.
0: Very cool. Any state in particular? Yeah.
5: Uh, Utah, Idaho, somewhere in that middle area—they've got beautiful, and maybe I, even Montana. I love
0: Utah. I, I think, and they got yeah. great skiing on top of it. I, I love Montana. Uh, Idaho's a mm-hmm. cool state. Uh, let's see what else. Wyoming's a pretty cool state. I mean, oh, if, yeah. if you love the outdoors, you're going to love it.
5: We we surely will. And in my travels as an educator, you know, that's one of the things that we do is is to to be up to date. Not only do we do a lot of reading and a lot of workshops and things like this, but we also have the types that are for travel. And in my travels over the years, I have been, I've spent a couple weeks in communist China and uh, another big tour where we spent uh, two and a half weeks in the Middle East, uh, Israel and Jordan and those countries. And we really gained a better, I personally gained a better understanding of problems more with a Broad perspective, I'd say, and how, and it's made me very, very um, much more patriot and and much more a lover of and appreciator of my com- my country.
0: You know, thank God and you were I, in, your your generation of teachers had an opportunity to actually teach the truth and education. I'm sure uh, you know a good teacher. I mean, you can't pay a good teacher enough. But now. Teachers are even afraid to speak out against the radicalized curriculum because they know if they do, they're probably going to lose their job. And
5: yes, and you are so correct, and that's what I'm fearful of is not only within education because that those tours were educational. We went into the schools in China. I was in Shanghai, and wow. then we took a railroad trip through the through the countryside, and then we ended up up in Beijing in that area. So it was it was a full country trip, and believe me, we were only shown the star schools. And even there, it was it was very eye-opening, and it, boy, it let you know, this is what you get when you get socialism, if this is their best.
0: Did you hear the interview that I did on TV the other night, or did you watch uh, this woman that went, for, she grew up in North Korea. Sadly, oh, God, her and yeah. her mother were sold into sex slavery in China, but they were able to escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nomi Parker's her name and she started yes. her education in in South Korea and she got into Columbia Ivy League school in New York and she said it's as bad if not worse the anti-westernism anti-americanism in Columbia than it was in North Korea where you know Americans were referred to as bastards
5: Absolutely in fact I I as a teacher I'm I'm in the lower levels I was not up in in the universities but it it basically makes me think of the emperor and his new clothes equals the Biden regime. Wouldn't you say that that is somewhat what they're doing, is selling us all a bill of goods for their own profit, and because they have this power and because they have this influence and this following and, and the stage set with the universities, where us as conservatives would never have a voice, that they are selling exactly what in that in that children's story, which so clearly shows that when you have that power, you can sell anything. You can sell ice to Eskimos and sand to the people in the desert and tell them that's what they need.
0: Statism, authoritarianism, redistributionism, socialism, communism all throughout history, no matter what it's called, what name it takes on, what how it manifests You always start out the same way with these incredible Uh promises. Everything's going to be free. That's what America is being told right now. All these lofty promises that will never be fulfilled, instead replaced by more poverty. uh, And then you have to factor in at the end of the equation, how much of your freedom did you give up in the name of false hope and false security? Because that's how the story will end. That I can guarantee you. Anyway, enjoy. Steph, update us what state you choose. I'm going to be very interested to hear. Okay, and have a great time okay, in the outdoors. You. Enjoy your retirement.
3: Yeah,
5: thank you. We're going to choose probably Utah, um, unless something nice. really shocking happens. And I'm going to tell you, if my problem, our problem is, is that we see things through the American eyes, and unfortunately, through socialist. If everyone goes out there and looks at Cuba, their food what they get their housing and and understand what i have pictures of and videos of in china the what we call our level of poverty and their level of poverty is nothing
0: nothing anywhere near each Agreed. other find crown burger if you go to salt lake and park City is beautiful too and have a great retirement you earned every minute every bit of it okay thank you Eight hundred nine four one 941 shauna's our number quick break right back
8: Coming up next, our final News Roundup and Information
1: Overload Hour.
0: All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800 941 You want to be a part of the program. Got to give a shout-out to Florida Governor DeSantis saying that he's going to send uh, police officers to help out Texas, to help out Arizona, to enforce the border. I mean, Governor Abbott, remember, he cannot circumvent what is our federal law's that literally prohibit him from doing the job and forcing the law. That That is up to federal authorities. So when all of these people enter Texas illegally, um, you know, his hands have been tied the entire time. Anyway, so uh, he decided, he's even raising money for the continuation of the building of the wall in the great state of Texas, independent of what the federal government is doing, Governor DeSantis wants to help out, so he's sending Florida law enforcement. They're going to go to Texas and Arizona to help with the border. Uh, and also, uh, Governor Abbott has gone even a step further and said that, that they are going to have the ability now to put people in jail for 180 days based on Texas law. Uh, because what we have with Joe and Kamala Harris is not only open borders, not only the promise of future amnesty... But then they're aiding and abetting the law breaking and they're not They're They're in the process of building more cages for kids they're, as we speak. That's their answer. Wide open borders. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Now, Kamala Harris doesn't like the question. We know she snapped that Lester Holtz. I, I haven't been to Europe either. Well, she hasn't been to the moon. When are you going to the border? It's been, you know, we're going on three months now. She's the border czar.
8: Americans don't see a lot of that on a daily basis. What they do see at their their own border, children being lowered over fences, children coming in with, you know, phone numbers stenciled on on their hand. And so the question has come up, and you heard it here, and you'll hear it again, I'm sure. It's why not visit the border? Why not see what Americans are seeing in this crisis?
9: Well, we are going to the border. We have to deal with what's happening at the border. There's no question about that. That's not a debatable point, but we have to Understand that there's a reason people are arriving at our border and ask what is that reason and then Identify the problem so we can fix it.
8: Just quickly put a button. Okay, Do you have any plans to visit the border
9: I, at some point You know I, I, We are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole this whole this whole thing about the border We've been to the border. We've been to the border.
8: You haven't been to the border.
9: I and I haven't been to Europe and I mean, I don't I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I-
0: anyway, so she snapped at a Uni- Univision uh, reporter uh, over the question of not visiting the border. Listen,
9: I said I'm going to go to the border. And I- when are you going to the border, vice president? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. Not <laughs> I finished. said I'm going to the border and also when? if we are going to deal with the problems at the border we have to deal with the problems that cause people to go to the border to flee to the border and that is the root causes so my first trip as vice president of the United States was to go in terms of a foreign trip to Guatemala to be on the ground there to address and to and to be informed of the root causes why are the people of Guatemala leaving Do you have a date? Tiene una fecha para su viaje a la frontera para ver la situación con sus propios ojos? I will keep you
0: posted. I'll keep you posted. Donald Trump is going to the border in about 12 days. How do I know? Because it's 13 days. I'll be there with him. And I'll be with Governor Greg Abbott. I will go down again, like my 15th trip to the border. Uh, I know what's going on there. Now, we want to find out what the causes are. Why are people leaving? Why are they. Because they're giving you the answer. Our investigative reports have have asked people, why are you coming? Because you told us to come. So Joe told us to come. It's not that hard to figure out, Madam Vice President, you know, I didn't finish. Oh, Joe didn't like getting questioned yesterday. Now Kamala didn't like getting questioned. I mean, it's just nothing but an unmitigated disaster and embarrassment for the country. Now, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, uh, no question, Mexican cartel activity is spilling over into the U.S. because of the border crisis. Well, at least you got to give him some credit. He admits it's a crisis. Here's what he said.
4: Is it true that uh, many of the foreign nationals who are being trafficked across our border often arrive here deeply indebted to the Mexican crime cartels?
3: Certainly, we have seen uh, quite a number of such instances, Absolutely
4: are those debts collected through indentured servitude to the cartels
0: in some cases definitely Um, you know we we are pursuing we have a number of human trafficking task forces uh, as well as working on certain task forces with dhs to try to address that issue Uh, but there's no question that the cartel activity on the other side of the border uh is spilling over in all sorts of ways and you just put your finger directly on one that is extremely
1: concerning to us all.
0: 90% with all due respect uh FBI director Ray of all the heroin that's killing about 300 Americans a week, uh 90% of the heroin crosses that border. Nearly 100% of the country's fentanyl that is killing hundreds of people a week crosses that border. Now we do have one new development Uh, And that is now Biden is allowing Central American, uh, American economic migrants with pending asylum claims, not approved claims, to have our State Department, our State Department. Now, if you have a pending claim, an asylum claim, which everybody has because they're all coached on what to say when they get in here, they are now flying in their entire families on your dime to live with them in the United States. This was in the Los Angeles Times. The Biden administration on Tuesday announced the major expansion of a program that would allow many such youths into the country legally as part of its stated goal to increase legal pathways for immigration. So if you make it in here illegally, you claim asylum, now Joe's sending private aircraft to pick you up and bring the rest of your family so they can be with you. Wow. Joe Biden's DOJ is offering citizenship to everybody. Anyway, Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner, Customs and Border Protection, Heritage Foundation visiting fellow. Okay, it's like every day gets worse. These governors, they're not allowed to circumvent um, ICE or the federal government that is not only not enforcing the laws but they're aiding and abetting in the law breaking and now when people just make a claim now we're going to fly in their entire family mark morgan
10: yeah sean look everything you just said is is correct and just like you know just when i think things can't get worse they do i mean we all know about mpp they they destroyed ripped up the agreements we had with the, the northern triangle countries and about cdc's title 42 we all know they got rid of all of that but what's going on behind closed doors that a lot of people don't realize is what you just mentioned, Sean. It's called CAM, Central American Migrant Program. But if Obama did this, and it failed. And on top of that, it was illegal. But but they, this is CAM 2.0. It's on steroids. Like you just said, it's expanded those that, are, that, that qualify for this program to those with a pending asylum claim. And or it's it's not even apparent before you had to be a parent. There's a DNA test. Now it's just someone that applies to be a guardian. So now all you have to do is come here illegally, sneak in, uh, 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 you know, violate our solve the laws, uh, uh, apply uh, for asylum and, and or be a guardian. And then we are going to pay you and I and the rest of American taxpayers are going to pay to get their whole family and fly them here. It, it's unconscionable. And then real quick, Sean, at the same time, A.G. Garland this week also, what he did is he accepted. Expanded the eligibility for those who are going to claim asylum. He dropped two lawsuits that would have have narrowly tailored what asylum claims should be. So at the same time, Cam is coming, opening up people that that can bring families in, and simultaneously, they're expanding who can apply for asylum. It's unbelievable.
0: It really is unbelievable, and the American taxpayer is going to foot the bill. But at the end of the road, you know, I, I don't know why this is such a mystery, because... We're now going to hit a 20, 30 year high of illegal immigrants coming into the country. And they're all telling you why, because Joe invited them. And and now he's the one that eliminated the stay in Mexico uh, uh, program. That was working. Building the wall was working. Uh, Catch and release, taking that away. That was working. Now, now, Greg Abbott has to go it alone and and lay down 250 million more dollars of state money to to. To build more border wall because Joe won't enforce the laws of the land?
10: Yeah, Sean. I tell you, I hope your listeners are really paying attention close because what Governor Abbott and Governor Ducey are doing both. Governor Abbott, you know, as usual is leading leading the way. Is because we've been saying since day one, since Biden with the stroke of a political pen destroyed every effective tool, authority, and policy that was securing our borders and addressing the illegal immigration crisis. We said from day one that the states are the last line of defense. If the states do not step up. Like Governor Abbott, like, like Governor Ducey, and now like Governor DeSantis, that with this nation is absolutely going to continue to have their national security jeopardized by the Biden administration. Look, Governor DeSantis said it great yesterday. He was questioned, and this is a lot of people don't understand. Look, what happens at our southern border, son, you know this well, you've been there countless times, it doesn't stay at the border. You mentioned drugs. I mean, this fiscal year already, 6,000 pounds of fentanyl. Six thousand pounds. That's enough to kill. How many people could die
0: from six thousand pounds of fentanyl?
10: Every person on this planet twice. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And and that's just one aspect. You know, this administration, the Biden administration wants to, to make it, uh, you know, all about the, 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 the unaccompanied minors coming through. Well, it's not mixed exclusive. The threats we face on our border are complex, and the magnitude is is unbelievable. And one impacts the other. When you have Border Patrol agents that are pulled off the line to provide daycare services for families and kids, it leaves
0: large areas of border wide yeah, open. The cartels are loving this influx yeah. of of undocumented minors and you know biden's answer is to even as we speak he's building more cages for kids because that takes away all the manpower and and they're focused on the immediate problem of trying to take care of kids even in the middle of a pandemic and in literally overcrowded conditions everywhere uh, all that does is open up the rest of the border for human trafficking, including young women into prostitution. The drug traffickers have free reign. The cartels have free range, uh, free reign. And, and, and the gangs have free reign to come in at other border points that would normally be protected. But the resources now are being you know, used uh, for this one area.
10: So you are absolutely correct. I could not have said it better. Here's another, uh, you know, thing that we don't talk enough about that you just talk about, like gang members. So we put that in the category as gotaways because of those resources you just described are pulled away to provide daycare services for kids and families. Right, large areas unsecure are right now. They're anticipating 1,000 godaways a day, Sean, 1,000 individuals, criminal aliens, a lot of them getting past the border patrol. Right now, the border patrol is estimated this fiscal year over 200,000 godaways. Think about it. That's where your criminal aliens are, your convicted murderers, rapists, child pedophiles, gang members. I could keep going on. Those are the facts. Think about that. 200,000 have gotten past because our borders are unsecured because of this administration's open border policies.
0: I mean, it's unbelievable, and it's costing the American taxpayers a fortune. And right, as we continue with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection. You know, one of the more sinister aspects of this, too, is in the dark of night, uh, Joe Biden has been allowing uh, Mayorkas, his Homeland Security Secretary, and others, uh, they put these illegal immigrants on on planes and trains and automobiles, and they transport them to the continental United States, all 48 states, and they leave people there. Now states, this is an unfunded mandate for them, and states then become responsible for food and water and shelter and health care and education, uh, which states really can't afford.
10: Yeah, Sean, again, spot on. And look, and in addition to that, what are they doing? it? They're doing it at the cover of darkness. I mean, these planes are flying, like, at midnight, 2 in the morning. Why are they doing that? So they're they're shipping them. And the reason why they're doing this, and first of all, you're absolutely right, they're shipping them. Why don't the governors
0: just ship them right back? Why don't they say, no, we're not taking your problem?
10: Well, so that's what, Sean, think you're absolutely right, that's what part of Governor Abbott's plan is, is that he is shutting down... State-run welfare programs uh, to, to no longer uh, uh, receive uh, individuals from the federal government that they're trying to do. Because here's what here's the game they're playing. They're, they're trying to well, this is what they're doing. They're facilitating the re- release of illegal aliens as fast as possible. But what they're trying to do is get them off the border as fast as possible into the interior of the United States, so it doesn't look like as much of a crisis that it is. In fact, in Donna, Texas, literally, they took the unaccompanied minors from border patrol facilities, walked them literally. I, I not making this up like 50 yards right next door to an HHS facility where they may put thousands of a company miners, then they go to the Border Patrol facility with cameras and say, look, nothing to see here. It's all under control. It, it's, it's a lie. It's a shell game. It's
0: unbelievable. Uh, it's sad, too. All right, Mark Morgan, thanks for the update. Thanks for all you're doing. 800 Sean, shawn You want to be a part of the program. Quick break. Right back. All right, twenty-five to the top of the hour, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program, a lot of wokeness everywhere. Um, oh, we got more Hunter news. Uh, yeah, apparently uncovered from Hunter's laptop from hell. Uh, apparently, particularly distressed, uh, and uh, now exposing more racism. I guess if you're, you know, if your last name's Biden, it's okay if you illegally dump a gun in a dumpster. I guess, you know, be a crack addict and and a drug addict. You don't get in trouble for that either. Uh, You know, don't get ostracized or even mentioned as the president's son for repeatedly using the N word. uh, And now apparently attacking uh, Asian Americans as well. And I keep hearing there's a lot more to come. It's going to be interesting. The Justice Department is about to have a big showdown with the state of Missouri and officials there, which I applaud at them, um, saying that the state cannot ignore the federal law. Well, this, this is the same government that makes states ignore federal laws regarding immigration. What's the difference? That should be part of their lawsuit. We've talked to the uh, representatives and the AG in in Missouri about this. This lawsuit going forward anyway in a letter that was sent last night the AP justice officials said the US Constitution supremacy clause outweighs the measure that the governor signed into law on Saturday and that new rule penalizes local police department if their officers enforce federal gun laws. I thought that's for the states to decide now we're going to have federal laws. Um. I don't listen. I just don't care about this stuff, but it's it's just kind of interesting to watch wokeism wherever it goes. Like, I don't know who Chrissy Teigen and I just know she's married to John Legend. And I know at one Super Bowl, I ran into her and I ran into John Legend and they did know who I was, which was interesting. I think I told you that story, Linda, back in the day, right? Yeah, a, a number of years ago. Anyway, so we all know what Victoria's Secret is, and they've had this an Angels campaign. I guess what do they call Victoria's Secret models? They're called Angels. Anyway, they're now changing. They're saying goodbye to all of the models who, for years, have been in their catalogs. You know, done their runway shows. You know, wearing their skimpy bathing suits, etc. Uh, and apparently in their place, Victoria's Secret now has launched a campaign with high-profile women known for their accomplishments rather than their figures. Now, I don't really care who they put in their catalogs, because I don't really look at the catalogs. Do you look at those catalogs? I don't look at the, That's That goes right into the You, you
7: seem camp. to know a lot about those catalogs for not
0: looking no, at them. No, but it's interesting. Are you sure? Uh, no, so I don't even know what this. all the proper terms are. And I'm I'm be, I'm not being facetious here. I mean, is it that you can't be a a thin and attractive model without somehow hurting somebody's feelings? Is that the point? And that the, this is creating a false body image for young girls? I'm just guessing what this all means. I'm trying to interpret it.
7: I will tell you, in my current catalogs, I subscribe to a bunch of women's health magazines, and right. I get tons of catalogs in the mail. But what I will I have seen, and that I think is a good thing. Is people now including fuller figured individuals? Sorry, that's me. And so um, I think that it's nice to see fuller figured people because those these models that are in these magazines and you know these Victoria's Secret models they are real thin. I mean they are really really thin. Um, and some it's it's a little scary, you know? Um, so I don't mind seeing a girl with a little meat on her bones. However, I don't how think that. How about it's that, nobody's
0: business? How about people well, dress the way they want? How about. How about 100%. Get- but I'm just
7: saying, you're not appealing to the whole country when, you know, everyone in your magazine is a size two or a zero. Listen, I, right? So, I, I, like,
0: listen, I that's can tell a little you in ridiculous. My business. There are people that I work with, both men and women. They are, I mean, they are fixated on on their looks the amount of botox i've learned for people in tv is like off the charts did you, uh, now you probably know that and probably see it i wouldn't know it if i've seen it does that make sense to you yeah i wouldn't say you're the most um fashion conscious individual okay no why don't you just say it i dress like a slob <laughs> no i don't it. think you dress like a slob anymore I, I, you okay. did when i first met you okay i wear it's jeans better. and i wear t-shirts uh, usually, f- preferably firemen, NYPD, military, anything, or you know, my kids' colleges shirts and Correct. a hat. That's what I wear. A lot of sports, and a lot sneakers of sneakers, usually. Yeah. Or you know, sh- comfortable shoes. By the way, your I shoes are on, horrible. I've, I've interviewed presidents in jeans, I'm the only one probably. I don't mind your that. jeans, but your shoe taste is pretty pretty bad. Okay, it's gotten better apparently. You know, I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm being told by. But the thing is, is I don't know why people feel this compulsion. How about I don't even look in the mirror. You know, it takes me thirty seconds to throw makeup on before the show. You got to put it on because otherwise you look like a ghost. You got to put a little powder on your face. It takes me thirty it's seconds to do it myself, or you get shiny. Oh, you get that's the, yeah exactly. You look like a ghost. You look shiny. I I don't look at people and judge people by how they look. I just don't. Now 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 we this brings up another issue. Maybe some people are attracted. Two very skinny supermodels. I don't know. I, I would tend to agree with you that, you know, maybe some of them need a couple of cheeseburgers, but that's their choice in life. And if people choose to be whatever way, it's it's up to you how much emphasis you want to put into your health and your life. It's not, and, and I don't, and there's one other problem I have with this. Why does everybody always want to compare themselves to everybody else? How about who cares what the model is wearing? I like these clothes. Why do we need models, whatever size, to tell us what we should be wearing?
7: See, that's the only thing I disagree with you on. So I do like to see the clothes on a mannequin or another person. Like, oh, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, I would order that. If you're ordering from a catalog, if you're going in person, that's fine. But when you're ordering online, which a lot of people do, you're looking in a catalog, it's nice to see it on a human being. Now, my devil's advocate argument to this entire ridiculousness of being obsessed with everybody being accepted, blah 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 yes you are accepted you do have the right to be whoever you want to be go do you more power to you but not everything is for everybody and so if this doesn't fit you you don't like it you don't like the way they you know they're branding themselves or whatever don't buy it it's I fine have, there's plenty of other stuff listen that's I, what I, I don't understand
0: it's kind of like music i i know Same thing. guys get manicures and pedicures i know i would i'd rather be shot in the head first then waste my time. Now the reason is I would take my daughter when she was young. I don't take her anymore. She's older now. She does it herself. And but you know to one of those many petty places, and I just can't believe how much time it takes to do that. It's like an, um, to me, it's an unbelievable waste of time. And yeah. and and for example, all these people, I, I will never, ever, ever, ever in my life shoot live virus or whatever you call this Botox crap. Or filler crap into my face I'm I, I would never do
1: that would okay you, you say sure. that now but wait till you turn 70. I'll try okay. anything I, I mean
7: say that now I figure if I live that to that age I'm allowed to do whatever I want I want to be okay. able
0: to do whatever I want Leave if I'm that. 60 is, is there years there old and I want to do that now I would ever at 70 get Botox never
7: right but that's the thing some you know some so things I, are for you I'm having some hard things time are for understand others.
0: why do we care what other people look like why do we care what they wear? because we're
7: human we're alive.
0: Okay. okay. Some people maybe find find people of one particular body type attractive, and other people find people of another body type attractive. That, that's all up to them. And all this surgery that goes on. Well, I that's mean, disgusting. I agree with you on that. Okay. I can't take it. And I'm trying to understand. I'm looking at people. I'm like, it's so obvious you got a facelift. It doesn't really look that great. You know, I think. Well, all right. So look, I'll take it from a guy's point of view. Take the girl out of it. You know, who looks the best out of any actor that you can see, Clint Eastwood. What is he? Ninety years old, and he he wears the the stress of his life on his face, with every crevice and every line on that face. I don't think there's enough. Right, but my argument
7: to that is, men are considered distinguished, and women are just considered old and haggard, and they need to. They don't look good anymore. How about it's,
0: if the person that's in love with you loves you for who you are, not what you look like?
7: Yeah, that's very true. And I'm sure it exists. It doesn't mean that the person that's in love with you, despite what you look like, isn't looking at the 25 year old walking down the street because we may be in love, but we're not blind.
0: That's all I'm saying.
1: You do know we're a vain society, right, Sean? You do know.
0: Okay, I'm figuring that out. But but I'm trying to. Okay, but if you're really in love with somebody, you have no interest in the person that's 25 walking down the street or I don't think you should. Mm. You're not biting. Oh, I did see something for Jason. and.
1: Uh, oh, you saw something paper. for
0: me? What's for me? Uh, I saw Coyote Ugly. New location, New York City. They're back up and running, man. Yeah,
1: I was there on Tuesday night when it opened. No, oh, was... As a matter of fact... There goes uh... his
0: Christmas bonus, Linda. He wasn't able to spend last year's. It's gone now. <laughs>
1: easy. Easy there, big guy. Yeah, I There's made Christmas history there, there the other night.
0: Thank you very much. much. Did you... Li- Okay, I saw the pictures of the people. Now, you, those people to you are attractive, right? Yes, that's the whole point of the bar, really. I guess.
1: I, I'm I guess. Jeez, you're uh, a bartender one. Stop listen, acting I, like you never watched. Correct one.
0: I'm like everyone should live and let live. I'm the one that's like, I don't care what you look like. I don't care what clothes you wear. I don't care if you get a manny. I don't care if you get a petty. I don't care if you get Botox. Whatever makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. I just don't give a flying shift. Adam Schiff, by the way. Yeah, you, 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 get, you, saying, you get
1: very close when you do that. Adam Schiff? Yes. Yes. You make me very nervous.
0: <laughs> the reason Jason's nervous is if it goes out and it is, there's been an occasion once in a while that we've had to hit the dumb button on the host. That's happened. I'm mm-hmm. not disagreeing. All right. Let's say Craig in Maryland. What's going on, Craig? How are you?
8: Hey, Sean. Uh, I knew, uh, Greg Abbott, he's been saying the last few days he's going to go ahead and continue building the wall. And it'd be nice if we had somebody that knew construction well, knew finances well, knew the, the political terrain very well, to be that project manager, to oversee that, to make sure it gets expedited and done right. Who do we know that fits all the bill for that, that could just go up there and make sure we get from point A to point B and button up Texas?
0: Let me just put it this way, and I won't give it away now, but on June 30th, I will be at the border with President Trump and Governor Abbott. And I think wow. you're asking a good question.
8: That would be great. And how about Arizona? Will they, will they take it up, too? Uh, well,
0: I certainly hope so. You know, I, I definitely you know, guy,
8: hope so. They were mentioning how other states are willing to chip in to help out with this. And, and I'm so sorry that Russia isn't with us today. But yeah, if Russia and Trump set up a GoFundMe page for let's zip up, tie up the border and allow allow good people to come through and, and everybody that we know is coming through, know who they are and what they want, if we could do that. Um, I mean, we could uh, we could do,
0: do I would that, would, but uh, I'm going to tell you why I don't like to do this, because I know what's coming. I know how much right now there's more stress on family budgets than there's ever been. And I hate to ask people to spend money. I don't like it. I, it's just not in my DNA to do it. And um, I know the governor probably has a fund set up, but I, I, listen, money is hard to come by. And I always tell everybody, don't count on the government to provide anything for you in your life. You gotta you gotta assume that you're gonna have to carry your own weight. And everything's getting so expensive. I hate to ask people for money. And I you know, I, and granted, it would be people's choices. But if I'm asking people to go to the GoFundMe page, I'm kind of asking them to donate. Um, I think it's a noble thing to do. If you do it, we'd even promote it for you in a, in the sense maybe we'll put it on our website. But I just don't like asking people for money. I don't like to do it.
8: That makes sense. 75 million, there's 75 million people there out there that even even the small guy that would it, would want to help. And if it's five bucks he contributes, he feels like he's... No, you got a good idea. And on the other hand, I'll
0: I'll add to your argument. The cost of food, shelter, education, health care that we're going to pay, whatever you donated GoFundMe to prevent people from entering the country illegally would probably end up saving everybody money in the end, so it might actually be viewed as an investment.
8: And the other thing, too, what a great illustration with him out there with a hard hat on showing what can be done and what America needs to be done in spite of incompetence at the highest levels right now. I mean, it would just be a, a thumb in the eye to show to show them what what doing your job actually looks like. I mean, the woman won't even go down to the border to, ev- uh, to evaluate what the problem is. I mean, it's pathetic. The so most pathetic. incompetent people on the planet.
0: Now. <clears throat> well. You know, that's why twenty twenty-two matters. Hannity tonight, nine eastern on Fox. Senator Ron Johnson, we have our exclusive report uh from the border that you'll never get from the media mob, Lara Logan. Also, Brian McDonald, uh, child face retaliation. Why he didn't get COVID and vaccination. Um, where's the evidence that says we that kids need this? Where's the follow where's follow the medicine? Also, Dr. Ronnie Jackson. The great one, Mark Levin, 9 Eastern tonight. Hannity, Fox, please set your DVR. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. As always, thanks for being with us. You make this show possible. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money. But are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help.
3: slash iHeart.